As sensitives, we find ourselves in a world encouraging us to tune out when our greatest power is to tune in. This leads us to miss the magic and wisdom inherently within and all around us. This is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature and belong to the animate earth. I'm your host, Marcy Moberg, an intuitive soul guide, shadow worker, and plant spirit teacher. On this podcast, you'll find deep conversations, practical tips, inspiring stories, and answers to your burning intuitive questions. Equal parts spiritual and human, my work is trauma-informed and always practical. I'm so glad that your intuition led you here. Welcome. By the way, this is a Patreon-supported podcast. You can join starting at $10 a month. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg. Hey there, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive soul guide, Marcy Moberg, and I'm so delighted that you're here. Today we are continuing our exploration into plant spirit dream work. And I want to explore in this episode how to bond with plant spirits in support of dream work. So if you missed episode 72, make sure to go back and listen to that episode. I reflected on how plant spirits can visit our dreams and why the dream time is a favorite meeting place for plant spirits. And if you're new to the podcast, I want to let you know that actually this current season of the podcast is dedicated to exploring plant, tree, and fungi spirit work and how to build nurturing relationships with these wise guiding spirits. That is a relationship that many of our um, ancient ancestors had before and for many of us that Connection somehow got severed along the way. That certainly was the case for me and my family and part of why I'm passionate about sharing this work. So before we dive into this week's episode, I want to invite you to join my Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's a way to support creators. And uh, each month in that space, I release exclusive bonus podcast episodes plant spirit practices, and I teach live Zoom classes online. So this is a huge focus for me right now. It's where, um, you know, all of my content creation and teaching energy is going at this time. And for the month of April, I'm sharing a bonus podcast episode on intentional dream work with plant spirits. So what we'll do is explore different intentions that we can bring to plant spirit dream work because different intentions can shape different outcomes. We'll explore how to know when we've built a strong enough bond with a plant spirit to actually start to make requests. So this episode is all about how do you even build a bond? And the bonus podcast episode is about, well, how do you take that further into perhaps some requests that you might bring to a plant spirit? And I also talk about some of the first requests that we can bring to a plant spirit for support. I'm also sharing a podcast episode that is on a special dream plant spirit ally, one of my all-time favorites, mugwort. And in that episode, I will share medicinal, energetic, and magical lore about why mugwort is a famous magical plant and why it's a famous plant associated with dreaming. And with all of that, 
Patrons also receive exclusive access to a practice I designed to invite a plant spirit to join you in dreams. And I'm leading a live class on Zoom Wednesday, April 13th for all folks who are at the Explorer and Above tier uh, that's focused on plant spirit dream incubation. And dream incubation practices are really powerful ways to receive guidance on your path and a really beautiful way to partner with plant spirits to receive their wisdom. So if you are a sensitive person who feels more connected to your truest self and nature, and you want to deepen your connection with your intuition, if you are a plant and nature lover who wants to foster a spiritual connection with the green world, or you're a gardener that wants to infuse spirituality into your tending this growing season, then I know you're going to love the Patreon. So you can join me and a growing community of like-minded sensitives at patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg or at the link in the show notes. Okay, now let's get on to this week's beautiful, beautiful, rich topic, how to bond with plant spirits in dream work. I'll just say, when I was preparing this episode, I realized that I had a lot to say on this topic, and I had to kind of like really pare it down, and part of why I had a lot to say about this topic is I feel like it's not always emphasized enough, um, or even made clear, so I really want this episode to just really lay the groundwork for clarity around a plant spirit bond, what that is, and, um, and how you actually start to create them. So let's start with an important question, which is where I think is the, like the central, it's, it's the cornerstone of how you build bonds. And that is what happens when we work with one plant versus multiple plant spirits to support our dream work, or even moving beyond dream work in general. And what hap- well, you know, what's the difference between working with one plant spirit and multiple? So I am a big fan of working with a single plant spirit for a prolonged period of time for a few reasons. First, we get to deeply know the personality and essence of a plant spirit. And I think that it's pretty hard to accomplish that when you're working with a lot of plants at once, at least when you're first starting to get to know a plant spirit. Another reason is we build long-term relationships and these long-term relationships cultivate very, very deep bonds. And so you form a unique connection, a connection that's beyond just the surface level with these plant spirits. You create a greater clarity about how a particular plant is impacting you and your life when you work with one plant spirit. And if you enact plant spirit rituals, so if you take plant spirits and you bring them into ritual work that you do, a recognition, you you have this clear recognition of whether the ritual is effective or not with support of that plant spirit. Again, not to say that you can't work with multiple plant spirits, but There's a certain amount of precision and distinction that you get when you focus on one plant spirit at a time, at least for a while while you're starting out. So consistently working with the same plant spirit during dream work, especially 
will empower you to develop a strong connection with this ally and a unique depth of understanding. So you can receive a building, um, you know, arch of messages. Like, you know, if you, if you bring like a a connection with one plant spirit consistently through your dream work for a period of time, you can perhaps notice in dreams how the relationship is evolving. You can notice in dreams the arc of an overarching message that the plant spirit is sharing with you or the arc of an overarching impression that the plant is sharing with you. You can receive guidance through multiple dreams over a prolonged period of time. And paired long-term plant work with, like when you pair it with, with dreams, you bring in an element of what I would say is sacred surrender. And the sacred surrender comes in because of, as I've said in other episodes, our ego often gets out of the way in our dream time. And this creates space for our soul and the wisdom of guiding powers in our life to come through. So I know it isn't a popular suggestion to focus on one plant for a while in a culture that is incredibly impatient and because plant spirits work on the subtle realms it's not always sexy (laughs) for folks who want results yesterday and want really big flashy results but I'm here to say like I think plant spirits have more to offer than that you know if you think about Uh, if you relate them to like a long-term friendship, you might have someone that you feel like a deep, you know, you have like a a connection with and it's like a flash in the pan, but you know, it might be like there and then it's gone versus a a friendship that's like very, very long lasting. There's something about that, right? And I feel like the plant spirits bring that in the way, in the pacing of how they work and the way that they work on subtle energies. So subtle you know, energetic shifts can be really easy to miss when we hop from one plant to the other, one plant to the other, one plant to the other. And we can disrupt the potent shifts uh, to long-standing, deep-seated patterns that we might otherwise, you know, we can miss these shifts that, um, that are happening and we can disrupt them. Like plants build slowly a long-standing shift. They, they slowly work on deep-seated patterns. Um, and so if we're constantly like moving between things, moving between plants, like all the time, it doesn't allow for that, uh, important disruption to happen. So over years, I've learned to apply this principle to a lot of areas of my spiritual practice. So it's, it's something that I apply, not just to plant spirit work, but it's something that I've applied to a lot of areas in my spirituality So for example, um, I spent quite a long time sticking with, you know, very specific um, meditation practices over a long period of time or completing the same yoga sequence over and over and over again. And, you know, my, in in the yoga lineage that I've been connected to, my teacher Sri Dharma always talked about how one of the reasons why he encouraged us to always complete the same yoga sequence over and over again is that you would unlock and you like secrets would be revealed about the practice excuse me that you wouldn't otherwise catch if you weren't in such a deep relationship with it 
And I totally believe that that's true for a lot of spiritual practices. There are secrets that are uncovered in repetition and consistency of a practice that we miss when we hop around. And those secrets are very subtle. They live in the subtle. They live in the nuance. They live in something where there is just this subtlety that is so profound that can be life-changing and so easy to miss. That's the best way I can describe it. And, you know, I believe that working with plants is no different. So each plant, fungi, and tree spirit has their own magic and gifts and wisdom and teachings that they can share with us and parts of our inner self that they are experts at unlocking and rearranging for our wiser good. You know, working on these energetic planes takes time to build momentum and results in the material form can only emerge when enough momentum on the subtle is formed. So another way to say this is that plant spirits are skilled at working with our unconscious. They bring our unconscious to the to the surface and to do so, it takes time. And even after we're aware of an unconscious pattern or dynamic, we must get clear on how to shift it, which requires even more time, right? To actually shift and then to embody that change. So I see this, you know, impatience and frustration with slow results uh, come up a lot in my flower essence work with people. You know, working with flower essences is one of my favorite mediums for working with plant spirits, um, especially plant spirits in dream work. And sometimes clients or students will tell me that nothing is happening after just like three days. I'll, I'll check them like, well, how's it going with this essence? Like, I don't know, nothing's happening. Or a week, I don't know, I don't really notice anything. To them, this feels like that time feels like eons, you know, because again, we're used to more of an allopathic medicine paradigm where you have a headache, you take an Advil or a Tylenol and you see results within an hour. But that's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're working on. We're working on spirit. We're working on energy. It shifts in a different way than um, something like an Advil working on a phys physical piece, physical ailment. So, <clears throat> you know, it takes time. But really in subtle terms, you know, <laughs> like three days a week is, is really like a blink of an eye. So that being said, there can be faster results that unfold. And I do find that as you start to develop very deep relationships with plant spirits, that timelines might get a little bit shorter for you to like be able to create certain level of depths of bonds. I have also had some plant spirits that I had like immediate bonds with and quick shifts, shifts like in my life happened, you know, just almost like immediately when I came in contact with this plant spirit. But I'd say that is more the exception than the norm when we work with plant spirits. So it can happen, but what more than often happens is like a slow shift over months or a year or even years, you know? I say this time and time and time again, intuition speaks in long sentences and it takes time for intuitive messages to come through, for intuitive shifts to happen. And I really see this applying to the plant spirits as well. So another good parallel <clears throat> is the way that like consistent meditation practice over the long term reshapes our brains. 
And suddenly, you know, we face a situation that would normally trigger us back into the past, take us into an old pattern. And it's like all of a sudden in that moment, we have awareness of our automatic pattern. We see it so clearly. And then we finally, in that moment of clarity, have space to choose something new and we start to create a new pattern. And at the moment that this all happens, it almost feels like the change happened overnight. But in reality, this change in awareness and choice develops over a long period of practice. I see this also happen, um, you know, in my one-on-one client work, when we're working on some kind of deep-seated pattern, you can apply this to a lot of areas. Another example would be consistent practice to build strength in the body, right? So strength training comes with repetition over a prolonged period of time until one day you realize, wait a minute, the weight that you're lifting or the amount of repetitions that your body's able to complete is very different than the day you started. And it dawns on you just how much your body has changed since you began. But have you ever had those moments where you feel like nothing's happening? (laughs) And then one day it seems like all this stuff happened. But in reality, when you really look at it and you put things together, you realize that there's just a slow incremental build of shift and change And it comes into that culmination of a singular moment where you really, really concretely see or benefit from that change. So working with plant spirits is exactly like this. It's, you know, slowly, slowly creating long lasting change. In other words, you know, plant spirit is not a quick, plant spirit work is not a quick fix. Like, (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think most, (laughs) most like very deep healing work is like that. Plant spirit work is not a quick fix. Therapy is not a quick fix. Um, acupuncture is often not a quick fix. Uh, energy healing, Reiki, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So plant spirit work is not a quick fix, but it does have the possibility of deep-seated change when you stick with something long enough. And in fact, I'd say a lot of the big patterns that have happened in my life have definitely been supported by plant spirit work. Does that mean that all the changes are only because of plant spirits? My answer is no, but they were, it's like, it's like they boost, they boosted some of what I was doing. Um, You know, they boosted like what I would be doing in therapy or what I would be doing in my own inner work or what I'd be doing with a mentor or they, you know, or they took it to like a deeper level or they brought in a nuance of understanding that I wasn't able to miss or a lot of times they help me connect dots much faster than when I'm not working with them. So that's kind of that example. So, you know, in episode 72, I shared a dream encounter of meeting with the plant spirit Yarrow in a dream. And this is, you know, that, that story is just a momentary snapshot of a very long-term relationship that I built with Yarrow, intentionally working with the plant spirit over many years. And while I, you know, when I first came into contact with Yarrow, I had learned a lot about boundaries in my life, recognizing that boundaries in my personal and professional life were not always as healthy as they needed to be, and they weren't serving me. And while I had made a lot of strides forward, there were still some really big gaps, and I was struggling to embody this clarity that I had discovered. And I believe that my long-term work over many years with Yarrow slowly reshaped my relationship with boundaries. And at times, there were other plants that joined the journey 
um, for periods of time, like poison ivy and agravony are two. But really the star that took center stage, the one that I was working with consistently, the one that I was apprenticing with in, in depth was yarrow. And the one that was, you know, primarily I was working with uh, consistently through my dream work was yarrow. So you might be sitting there thinking like, okay, well, that's interesting, you know, but how can you be so sure that yarrow influenced my relationship with boundaries? And I would say because, you know, from the day I consciously said yes to yarrow's work in my life, I saw important changes in the choices I made. I developed deeper awareness about the obvious and the subtle energetic boundaries in my life. And I received important dreams about how my boundaries were shifting or needed to change. So that theme became really, really central. It went from being like one of several themes I was working on to like the theme for quite a long time. And so You know, this goes back to one of the reasons I believe working with one plant at a time is important that, you know, when we work consistently in this way with one plant spirit, it's easier to notice if and when and how the plant is impacting us in our life. Again, this is why I love the dream world because it's a space that has less of our ego's hand in the pot and more of an honest mirror reflecting back, um, you know, aspects of ourselves, beliefs, emotions, shifts, chains, our conscious, et cetera, to explore during waking life. So it's this really nice, um, I think much more honest pool. (laughs) And it's part of why I love to pair plant spirit work with dream work, because generally your ego has less footing in that space. So this of course is, you know, I would say true for rituals as well, whether you're designing your own or you're following a ritual you learned, if you work consistently with one plant spirit, you will have a much clearer recognition of whether the ritual was effective and how the plant actually impacted it. Now, does this mean I only work with one plant spirit every single day forever and ever? And my answer is no. What it does mean is that I often have one plant spirit that I'm working with more on the center stage. And this means that they are the plant spirit I'm working with consistently through my dream work, intentional practices. And it means that they are the plant spirit that I am consciously in relationship with throughout the day. And it means that they are often the plant that I'm centering a lot of my rituals around. So for example, while I was working with Yarrow, I took different herbs for treating my Lyme disease. And that's something that I continue because I have chronic Lyme and I recognized, you know, these other plants every single time I took my tinctures and I included them in my gratitude offerings and prayers, but these plant spirits, and I didn't have the same intimacy and intensity, let's say of work that I developed with Yarrow. So one way to think of this is that taking different plants You can like take different plants um, as instructors at a school you're attending, right? And if you, you know, during during whatever years of school, whether it was high school or into college, you took classes with different people. But you could think of as like the main plant spirit that you're diving very deep with, that you decide to focus your intuitive 
magical and ritual workings with is kind of like your thesis advisor. The one that's going to teach you your expertise. It's going to guide you through that um, kind of like initiation of graduating from whatever you're working on and guiding your work with a much more intentional hand and the one that you would turn to with your questions along the way. That's one way that you could think about this. So working, you know, with one plant spirit allows for both focus and flexibility. It's not about never connecting with other plants, but it is about devoting a good chunk of your attention to one plant at a time. You know, that is if you're interested in depth, which I am always interested in. So now another interesting question, is there a time when it might be good to mix things up? And I would say, yes, plant spirits can sometimes stir very deep traumas for healing and they can gently push stuck emotions out into the open and they can bring unhelpful patterns into the limelight for our reconciliation. In other words, many of them are masterful at guiding our spiritual and personal growth. And well, if you know anything about healing and growth, then you kind of know that it's uncomfortable at times. And there have been times when I'm working with a potent plant spirit ally that is nudging just the right part of my shadow for healing and then later for integration. And yet I might be reaching my saturation point. I might be reaching like the sense of feeling at capacity for what is arising. And in times like this, I might take a break for a few days from working with this plant spirit. Or I might call on a different plant spirit that I've already developed a relationship with. You know, I see this come up in plant spirit dream work for people, perhaps having an experience where a plant spirit brings up challenging dreams to invite um, someone possessing, you know, to invite this like sense of uh, processing stuck emotions and unhealed wounds or trauma seeking resolution. And rather than continuing to work with the same plant spirit, I'll often recommend to my students to take a break if it feels like it's like a lot. Because we're never invited to leave, you know, we have to tend to our spirit and our human selves. And sometimes the human self can move at a different pace than the spirit. But often the time, that's the case. We need to stay within what we call, you know, our window of tolerance. Our window of tolerance is that is, is that place where we can optimally stay regulated, where we can optimally stay centered, we can optimally stay grounded with what's coming up, we can stay present with what's coming up. So, you know, if someone feels like they might be starting to leave that, or they feel like they've already started pushing into leaving the window of tolerance, you know, it's a really great time to take a break. Um, you know, for example, take three days off and see how you feel or a week away and then see if you can lovingly work with what's surfaced before resuming uh, additional work together. Or if a plant spirit with affinity, for example, of the underworld is bringing up darker dreams in service of empowering you to resolve something and it's feeling like a lot, you might engage with a plant spirit with affinity for the sun to bring some more brightness into your system and even more shed more light of clarity on what's happening. This greater balance will likely expand your inner container to support you to have more spaciousness for what's emerging in your dream world, also known as your unconscious. So 
Another important question you might be wondering is, when am I done with a plant spirit? Well, I'm not really sure if we're ever quote unquote done with a plant spirit. Unlike some of my peers who like to kind of like officially close the door to, for further work with a plant spirit, or I have some peers that, you know, like to set like a starting and an ending date. Um, it's just kind of like not how I work because it's just my recognition is that that's not how personal growth works for me and not how healing works for me. And it's not generally how I've seen it work in client work either. So I like to think of it instead as shelving kind of conscious work with a plant spirit when the time feels right. It's like, you know, this chapter feels complete and I'm open for the sense for the idea that there could be more chapters with me and this plant spirits work together. So, you know, for example, I don't consciously work with Yarrow like I did for many, many, many years right now, but I do consider the plant spirit Yarrow a very beloved friend and I grow them in my garden and I have bottles of their essence in my office. If you could see me right now, you would see a bottle close by me, and I call on them for support and insight from time to time. So they are one of my go-to allies, but I'm not in a period of time of intensely focused Yarrow work, if that makes sense. Um, you know, and I don't consciously engage in daily dream work with them anymore. But does this mean that I'll never work with Yarrow in my dreams again? No. Does it mean that I'll never work with Yarrow in depth again? No. It just means that I feel like that phase of our work is complete. And I trust that if we're meant to do more intensive work together, I'll know and it'll happen. I'll be open to it. So, yeah. Yeah. So we can, you know, talking about this now, we've kind of outlined all this sense of like, what is, how do we create a bond? I would say it's working with one plant for a consistent period of time. If you're asking or wondering about timelines, you know, more than a week, <laughs> um, you, you might you'd be surprised. There might be one where you just work with them for a week. I would say um, at least a month and maybe even longer, up to three months, six months, a year. But, you know, as usual, you want to let your intuition guide you. When you've built a bond, and by the way, it doesn't have to necessarily take six months to take a bond, to create a bond, but for a prolonged period of time, like, you know, you want to create a bond. And when we have created a bond and we feel like we want to perhaps pursue a next level of work together with a plant spirit, maybe we have some requests. We'd like to partner together on some specific intentions we can have different intentions for, for plant spirits and particularly a great place again to bring them is to, to bring them to plant spirit dream work. So, you know, for example, developing a strong bond with a plant spirit or bringing specific requests to the plant spirit could be one that we do and we receive responses in dreams. Um, you know, there's a lot of different intentions we can pair with plant spirits in dream work of taking our relationship from, okay, now we've bonded, let's continue to deepen our work together and let's do some active partnering together. 
So if you're interested in moving beyond just creating a bond with plant spirits, then you are invited to join my Patreon. This month's exclusive bonus podcast episode is all about the different intentions that we can bring to our plant spirit dream work. And when we can dive into deeper practices with plant spirits like dream incubation. I'm also leading a live Zoom class on April 13th, all about plant spirit dream incubation practices. Um, And you'll connect with other like-minded folks in our private community space, which by the way, is not on social media on purpose. So it's great. You don't find yourself opening up that community space and then being you know, bombarded with like a million other things on social media. It's just the community, which I love. So you can learn more and sign up at patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg. So that's it for this week's episode of Tune In with Marcy. Next time I will be sharing another Dream Sea episode with you. If you've not listened to a Dream Sea episode, you can listen to the episode just before this, episode 73. Um, and I sit down in the next one with a podcast listener where we are exploring a space themed dream with a visiting ancestor and we'll dive deeper into otherworldly visits with ancestors and the quote unquote other world, a place where plant spirits and ancestors alike love to meet us. So as always, it's going to be very rich. It will be inspiring. It'll be fun. Um, I always get great feedback on dream sea episodes. And lastly, if you loved this episode, please make sure to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. And I would be so grateful if you could share a five-star review wherever you're listening. This is a really great way to empower more listeners like you to find this podcast and benefit. And if you love this episode, if you could do me a really beautiful favor, that would be just share it with one person, at least right now. You know, click the share button, click the forward button, click copy the link, share it with someone. And um, I would be so grateful and just thank you so much for for signal boosting my, my sacred work. So until next time, where we will continue our journeys through the dream world, I will leave you with my personal mantra, being you takes courage. Much love to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me. I hope you loved the episode and it enriches you just as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed this episode, consider becoming a Patreon. You can join starting at $10 a month. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash Marcy Moberg. Another way to support the podcast is through reviews. I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share your rating and review, ideally five stars. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at marcymoberg.com. Until next time, remember that being you takes courage. Lots of love.